from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Penny's Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. The opinions expressed in the following podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security or investment product. It is only intended to provide education and entertainment about the financial industry and the stock market. Enjoy! On this episode of Penny's Going In Raw, we dive into goal setting for next year, this week in the market, and more. Find out life's this game of pennies. Oh, you guys know we only have a 40% runner. Hello? 40% is a fucking killing. We've been compliant for too long. It's time we go to war. I don't have a Roth. Q knows so much about the market that his brain doesn't have enough room for grammar. Hey, who told me about Idex? It's going up a shit ton now. Rob, 4%, baby. No way. 4 fucking percent. You asked the exact same question with two words <laughs> different. It's like, fuck, man. I just got dick whipped for like... 20%, and now that f***er's up like 50. I bet Warren Buffett never did that. I'm just making this voice memo to call out unusual whales to a fight. The pennies we need are everywhere around us. Pennies. 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 Going in raw. Featuring Dan, Deity of Dips, and Hugh Honey. Produced by Vinny and Christian. Let's, Let's go, go, baby. Welcome back to another episode of Pennies Going In Raw. Today is Wednesday, December the 22nd. Only a few more trading days left in this year. Uh, Monday was wild. Had a, what was like, a spy was read seven points on the day. About 2%. Yeah. What do you think? And you had, you had huge spy put gains. Made over $100,000 on that um, in just one day. Uh, when did, and you bought those on what? Friday, Thursday? Yeah, yeah. So I, I was pretty short going into see quad witching. Uh, quad witching is one of my favorite days because just like we talked about last episode, if you're on the right side of volatility, you can absolutely kill it because there's so many opportunities. Spy had moved like 10 points intraday. I mean, I was short right at open and, uh, and it came within five cents. Talking about spy, it came within five cents of my cells for the next hour and a half. It was straight up like 10 points. Like it was, it was wild. Um, and then, then of course, the end of the day, it flushed. So so volatility can be your friend. You know, obviously it went against me for those uh, for that hour and a half. But yeah, no, quad witching was good. And then, uh, and then, so I had a good day Friday. And then I held a third of the position over overnight uh, into Monday. 
And that just and the hundred thousand gain that was just a third of the position that made it to Monday. That was a third of the position that made it to Monday. Yeah, so they opened up about a hundred and twenty percent up, and uh, and yeah, yeah. So it was a good day. It was a good day on Monday. I sold them almost instantly. If uh, if there was a gap up, yeah. it would have been one hundred twenty thousand dollars down. Yeah, yeah. I guess it would have. Now that being said, you know, Spy was down about uh, what was it, almost almost a percent at open on Monday. So I did stick to my rules about having that farther out expiration and uh, giving myself a little bit of time. So, you know, if, if some of the some of the puts that were closer to expiration, I mean, they went like 300 percent from Friday to Monday. And so, yeah, so if it got up, yeah, it obviously would have you know gone against me a good bit. And if you would have held your full position all the way to the end of Monday, you could have had a million dollars on that trade. Yeah. Yeah. No, I def I trust me. I thought about that. At one time they were. uh at one time they were tra- trading 230% up or something. I was doing the math and I was like, oh man. But uh, hey, what are you going to do about it, right? Still a big conviction option play from you. So congratulations on it. Cheers, baby. Uh, you are recording, correct? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, you know, it's actually really interesting because this week is obviously super low volume. And I mean, that's what we've seen is these low volume moves. Now, as we're talking right now, spies up about half a percentage trading around 458. You know, I think that this is, I think, I, I, I think that we might go lower from here, from this 458. Uh, I'm not necessarily confident inside this little rally. See a little 444s before uh, before the new year and then start a nice little rally to 500 before March. That's honestly what I'm thinking. You know, like everybody wants this low volume rally. And I mean, yes, we are getting it right now. You know, like we are sitting, we're over 458 as I'm saying this. And, uh, and you know, we are, we are rallying, if you will. Um, but I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. It's super low volume. Uh, you know, <laughs> Amazon was falling off a cliff this morning. Um, it, there's just some, I don't, I don't like it. I just don't like the action. Uh, it almost feels, it almost feels like one of those like, uh, low volume rallies to then yanker hard and spoil everybody's Christmas. Now, maybe I'm dead wrong, but I probably will build somewhat of a position into spy puts if we get close to that 460 mark. And, and we'll see, you know, I, it, this is more of like a hunch thing than anything. It's one of those things where, like, I see everybody talking about a Christmas rally. How you know the Christmas rally is going to be beautiful and and everything, and it just it, it makes me feel like the Grinch is going to come, the Grinch rally, if you will. Well, there's only three more days to have it, so uh, no. that's true. That being said, you know if you if you're if you're cussing me out right now as I say this, we can pick up the pieces if uh, if we go lower. You know, like that's all that means. I still I still don't think that we've seen all time highs. Like I think. I think we will see all-time highs, but um, we had talked about it like maybe four or five weeks ago that I had wanted all-time highs in January, and like four days later they came. Like all-time highs came like, <laughs> like so, so fast. So and and that just that move just feels too soon. It just feels too soon. Um, so you know, me personally, I wouldn't mind spy going down to like the four fifties again. Uh, and then we pick up the pieces, baby, and uh, and we ride that high into the new, uh, in, into the new year, into February. Now, honestly, hopefully, I eat my words because I have swings on. I have a I have a good amount of swings on. But that being said, you know that's just that's just my hunch. All right. Well, last week before uh, you became super bearish, you did think, or you did say you had around what like forty percent of your portfolio on the street. Is it still out there? And you just yeah, let still that take there. a hit and just hedge yourself with the puts. Yeah, exactly. So, 
even when um I think I made like 117 on Monday. I think I ended the day under, underneath 100 for the game, but uh, realized it was like 117 on the day. And that's okay. Like that's, I'm fine with that. Because again, I still think that we have, I still think that we see 500 sooner rather than later. So for me personally, like I want, I want to bring Spy down um, so that I can pick up the pieces, you know, like even my swings, you know, like my swings get hit and that's where the risk management comes in. Like I know where my swings should go and, and it comes down to that high confidence on the catalyst swings. You know, like I know where they should go. So I'm okay if they get hit. And honestly, when Spy was when Spy was getting smoked uh, recently, uh, it seemed like Penny Mania was kind of you know there was like a few like uh, little Penny Mania ticks, and uh, so maybe it's like one of those things where like Spy comes down and Penny Mania starts. I think it's like two hundred stocks underneath a dollar now. Yeah, I mean, it's just recently it was only like five. Yeah, I know you're saying five hundred soon, and this is like a low volume kind of rug pull that could happen soon. Are you not worried about some of these smart people going all cash for the crash? Maybe like Elon selling his, the Microsoft dude. You you trust in the retail uh, investor over them? I'm not. Listen, I'm not saying that we aren't close to top. Like I'm going to say within a year. And again, I still don't think that we'll ever get like a, one of those crazy crashes. I just it's just the market's rigged to the upside too much. But that being said. The, Elon Musk still owns 20% of Tesla. Yes, he's selling, but it's just because this is the first time he's ever sold, you know, a significant amount. And who knows? Like people are speculating that it's purely to pay taxes. And and that's and who knows? Like maybe space, you know, SpaceX is a private company. Maybe SpaceX needs cash, similar to like Tesla did. Like maybe he he has to do this. You know, like again, we're dealing with Elon Musk. Like we had we never know what's coming out of left field. Yeah, he won't stop fucking tweeting about his taxes. Yeah, yeah, and I don't blame him. If I had to pay eleven billion, I'd be. I I would honestly probably have Biden sign the check. Like, like I would. I would. That's probably what I would do. Like, I, I don't even know. Like, like imagine being like a like a Chase desk clerk. Elon Musk walks in. He's like, yeah, I got a wire or something. And he's like, okay, like how much, Mister Musk? And he just throws out eleven billion. I want it in pennies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's one of those things where there'll be a copper shortage. Yeah, it's one of those things where like our executives selling. Yes, are they selling like all of their stake? Like is Musk like dumping? Like if like if Musk was truly dumping like five percent of his position in like a week? Yeah, fuck yeah. I mean, he's ten percent of the volume, uh, just selling like these little chunks. So for me personally, I think that we're close to the top. Like I think next November will be tough on us you know, if rates change and stuff, but overall, I don't think, I still think that we see 500 probably by like, honestly, and this is me being like, this is me being conservative, probably, probably by like end of February. Like if we get to Valentine's day and we're not like sitting a spit away from 500, I would be shocked. And the only way that I truly see something like that happening is a, is a catalyst change in the market. Uh, you know, like Omicron, like starts killing people, you know, like, you know, like starts ramping. Seems like it's getting serious. I mean, there are places. It does down. seem like it's getting serious. Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. So Biden talks today, you know, today's Tuesday. Biden talks in about two, two or three hours. Um, you know, so I think like if, if COVID starts to spike again or uh, which which. So this is the interesting thing. OK, if COVID spikes again, does the Fed stop? Like, does the Fed start buying again? Like, do we do we just cancel everything that we talked about? Like the taper? We did to um, 700. Because, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah. But then it's like, but then it's like, you know, you talk about inflation, like we need to start tapering. But then it's like, you know, if we go into a lockdown again, like UK is, is rumored to be locking down, stuff like that. Then, um, then, you know, like what happens? Do we just say, fuck it? Like we'll hit 10, 10% inflation. Like I, I, it's going to be really interesting. The, the Fed definitely has, if, if it does play out to where, you know, COVID does spike, we are forced to like shut down or something like that. I think it'll be really interesting because on one hand, you have inflation is getting dangerously high. Uh, actually, it is, it is dangerously high. But then on the other hand, if we lock down, you're screwing people. Also, this week is the last week for, for uh, stimulus checks. Like it's, it's really fucking interesting what's going to happen because you can't print more money because of inflation, but you need to print money if we lock down because nobody, nobody's working, you know, the, the economy's slowing, stuff like that. I wouldn't want to be inside. I wouldn't want to be inside Powell's position. Uh, if that happens, I have no idea what you do. I have no solution, but you know, I'm going to critique it. So we'll see. Yeah. That's a tough one to be in. Sorry, JP. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Well, moving forward, uh, while we're still talking about the market and portfolios and whatnot, you mentioned uh, you were in some swings last week. I think it was Dats and Game. Uh, do you want to kind of give an update on them? And you got in this before your little market crash prediction, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm holding about a half a position in both. Um, Dats were up about 4% and Game were up about 6%. Now, when we had talked about it, it was actually lower. I mean, yeah, it was actually below my average. I was down like two or 3% on these. So, I mean, you know, you, 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 some, some homies are up like 7% or 9% already. And that's even with Monday being a pretty crappy day overall. That's not too bad. Now I did get an email back from Dats. I had sent them an email about the desktop platform and servers and stuff like that. And basically I, I got to and I'll just read the response from Greg Robles. Thank you for your inquiry. Please find the attached latest investor presentation. We aren't able to provide you with the active user count. Why? <laughs> I would like to know the active user count. Unfortunately, there are no updates we can provide at this time for the desktop version. If and when there is a material update, we'll be sure to share. Uh, he said, though, the appropriate reg channels, but I think he means to share through the appropriate channels. Come on. Come on, Greg. What are, what are we doing here? SEC filings, press releases, best Greg. Now, it's important to note that Greg is on the other side of the country to where Dats is located. He is simply just a, 
investor relations guy. He's not, at, he doesn't really work for the company. He's kind of contracted by the company. Um, that's something that a lot of small caps do when they don't want to hire like their own investor relations in-house person. They hire a company, you know, contract them out. For most IR companies, that's pretty. That's a pretty turnkey response. Basically, that like they can't give updates and stuff like that. The user count, like I like I, I understand that he's not part of Dats, and so he only knows as much as they tell him. But I, I wouldn't mind like a little like, uh, like we're growing rapidly. Like, uh, like the I know that we're late on the desktop version because we wanted it to be out by December. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I would have liked something. You know, like I, it, it's kind of pissing me off that like. You're late on something that you promised, and uh, and and you ha- and I had and I don't have anything. Like you're not giving me anything, Greg. So maybe that's why the stock's down so much. Could be, could be. So I'll probably send Greg back another message, something along the lines of like, "Yo, dog." Uh, I looked through the investor relations. That you, I mean, the investor presentation that you sent me, and it says that the desktop version is supposed to be out in December. Is this still? Is this timeline still accurate? And, uh, you know, I mean, basically, I'll just keep bothering him until he either gives me something or I'll move on to like the CEO or CFO at Dats and basically send them the same emails. So I'll keep you all updated. Uh, but, you know, we're green. So we'll take it. All right. And what is your plan going forward with game game? I, I'll be honest. I haven't really gotten the chance to do the proper DD with the holidays, but I still like it from a technical perspective. You know, we're still, we're still, uh, we're still green in it from, it, it seems like it's finding bottom and they still have this litigation and, you know, again, their revenue last quarter was kick-ass. They were up 130%. Fundamentally, I like it down here. The next quarter should say, should say a lot and, uh, and we'll go from there. I'm not, I'm not really too concerned about either dads or game because of where they're at technically. And, uh, and, you know, once we get through the holidays, then I'll be able to look deeper into the catalyst. Their, their catalyst is, is different, obviously, because it's litigation against DraftKings. It, you know, it's, it's against like the bigger boys. So they're going to be a little bit longer, but their suits are for like a billion or two billion. So I'm thinking that the next catalyst, besides it being undervalued, is going to be the next quarterly earnings report. And if they do the same growth that they did, you know, last quarter, then it, it should be trading probably like a like 60% higher. So I'll look into that more over the Christmas break and, uh, and I'll update you guys. All right. Well, going into the part of this episode, the main part goals and goals for next year, kind of review years from this year, whatever, whatever. Uh, but this year was a little different with the first few months being just the hottest they've ever been. Everyone was in AMC and GameStop. So everyone's money went up. If you held it too long, your money went down. If you held AMC too long, your money went even higher. However, after that became really slow and you had to be like, hey, I hit my goals. What do I do now? You know, you could trade with more and then you ended up getting smoked because of the long thing. You're back to needing to hit your goals again. Yada, 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 yada. (laughs) Megan Thee Stallion. You know, when you're revisiting them, how do you kind of how do you kind of revisit your goals from the year prior so you can reassess your goals for the next year? I like to set goals that aren't just material or you know like uh like i just don't want to hit like 300 percent on my account i like to hit ones that are also like hey like you guys always tell me that i look tired i i want to fix that or i want to change that you know stuff like little things like that like i don't like like i like uh not just like uh numbers numbers wise but i also like some of the uh, qualitative aspects too is it can i use that in that context qualitative 
Fuck finding them. I dropped out of school before <laughs> we started going over three syllable words. <laughs> I learned today that I, that I have terrible handwriting and I certainly can't uh, can't cut straight. Yeah, you have terrible handwriting. Yeah, and I can't cut straight for anything. So, I mean, it literally, like it, it's you wrapping presents. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I gave uh, you know two envelopes to cut a little thing out, and uh, I mean, it, it, this thing was so bad. This looked like an obtuse triangle. It, it was so bad. But uh, but what are you gonna do? I was going to say, but so, yeah, so I like to set goals. I like to set pretty broad goals and it's more like, obviously the number ones are, did I hit them? Uh, but the ones that are like, Hey, like I want to meditate more. I want to, you know, I want like the homies to not tell me that, that I look dead all the time, you know, like, like little things like that, you know, like I, it, 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 that's more based on like feeling. So last year I wanted to get all of my retirement accounts over the six figure mark. <laughs> this is so heartbreaking. They were over. So I have three. They were over the six figure mark. And then uh, the last one, which I had started this year with like, I don't know, like 15 grand or something. That one had gotten all the way up to 140. And I, uh, and I don't really trade options inside my retirement accounts for, for literally this reason. And, um, and I bought an option on it. And I mean, it expired, like it was like tomorrow, like expiring, you know, I, I had basically gone like way over risk and, uh, I'd put like 40% of the portfolio in by accident and it, it tanked. I mean, it, it tanked and went to zero. And so the account went from 140 grand to, uh, like 80. So, and I haven't, I haven't honestly been able to touch that one because, uh, I mean, it was just hard. It was honestly just heartbreaking. Like <laughs> it, it was heartbreaking. Uh, there's no other way to put it. And so, yeah, so I didn't hit that goal or I will not be able to hit that goal uh, on 12, 31. That one probably stings the most of all of them, if I'm being completely honest. Uh, well, mine uh, hit two out of three. Um, one was monetary. One was uh, a following number and one was a ranking for the podcast. Hit the ranking for the podcast in a month in number one business, number one finance or yeah, whatever the fuck. Number 16 overall. Best day ever. Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, the other one was uh, a million by my, my birthday, I think, or by Thanksgiving, <laughs> whatever. I hit that. And mm, you're kind of skating through that one. Yeah, I mossed that one. Um, <laughs> the last one was like, I think it was 250,000 followers on Twitter, but I kind of stopped being so contenty. And I'll, I'll make that up with the amazing merch that we've had. We also had a, uh, had a Sunday fun day brunch day with the boys. It ended up lasting like nine hours. I got all of them were wearing pennies crew necks, dude. It was, a, it was a sick look, dude. Girls thought we were dope. But goals goals over setting goals for next year is definitely gonna be hard uh because it's like yeah this year just happened so fast so many good things happen so quick it's like that how that's we, what how really do we made, do it yeah, yeah yeah no i'm with you i'm definitely with you let's see oh my other goal was to get um my sister over her her retirement account over six figures didn't do that one either she just kind of <laughs> pissed me off to the point where get i said fuck it. yeah <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. 
Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Um, uh, let me see. Let me say. So should we set goals for this year? How about we wait till Sunday to set goals for this year? So we like right after Christmas. Okay. Oh, you know what? Let's do this. Okay, let's and do we'll this. Talk let's talk about this. how to set goals and different types of goals, maybe. Uh, on Sunday or today? Maybe today. And just get that okay, up. Okay, yeah, way. yeah, yeah. I like that. So let's do this. Everyone that's listening, let's set like three goals together. Just because I like what's the biggest thing that we always talk about? Like we want like everybody that listens to feel like we're all boys just chilling out with a beer inside a room. So let's do this. Let's think of three goals for next year that we want to set on Sunday. So, but the important part, and this is the next part of the, that we just said that we, that we want to talk about is setting realistic goals as traders. I mean, it's fucking hard because, because as I just talked about, like the one re- retirement account was up a thousand percent and uh, it got cut in half simply because it, I was just a fucking idiot. Like, I, like I, I honestly don't know what happened. I feel like I blacked out a little bit, honestly, because it, it was just like gone. I mean, it was so upsetting. So it's hard because some, similar to this year, we, you could have 5X your account in January and then proceeded to lose it all over the next 11 months. Like that's realistic. Like, that's, like that happened to people. Yeah, especially so newer people tough. that saw like the fucking AMC 500, you know, as a, as a yeah. trending hashtag. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So it's really freaking tough to uh, to set goals because you want to set like a four thousand dollar, you know, for you want to set like that four thousand dollars, like that five hundred. Especially when you're first starting out and you're not consistent, like you want to set like that two hundred dollar goal a day. Like, you, like you, of course you want to, you know. And then like when you get to those bigger numbers, like like I know the first one that I set was like I want to do four thousand dollars a day because that's a million a year. And so, you know, it's tough. And like, as a swing trader, you know, that's tough because it's like, if one day I'll be up like, you know, let's just say like my goal is like 4,000 a day, you know, one day I'd be up uh, 16,000 and then the next day I'd be down uh, <laughs> 14,000, you know? So now I'm not hitting the goal. So it's tough. It's so damn tough. And that's really, that's really, really hard. So I think the way to usually set monetary goals is to be really flexible and to have check-ins. So I have like certain check-ins with my monetary goals. So for instance, let's just say I want to 3X my account. If I'm not at 100% gains by June, I know that it's going to be really freaking tough to, uh, to, to hit that goal because uh, or, or let's even say that you want to make $100,000 in next year, okay? That's, uh, that's $400 a day. Okay. And if you know that you're only averaging $200 a day by July 1st, and we're getting into that typical eight week slow market, I mean, you know that it's going to be really tough to then make what $700 a day for the rest of the year after, you know, starting in September. Like that's tough. So, what I like to do is I like to have different check ins. My check in is usually June 1st. Again, because if I'm not hitting my goals and we're going into the summer, 
I know that it's going to be really tough during that tough summer and then hitting that end of the year. So check in June 1st. If your goal is 100,000 and you're only averaging $200 a day, now change it, okay? And just say that, hey, you know that the summer is typically tough to trade. So I'm going to try and go for 50,000. So I'm going to try and keep it this average right here. And then I'll have another check-in middle to end of September. Because if I got through the summer and the summer was actually really good to me, and let's just say that I'm now averaging like $300 a day, then I know that I can potentially hit that $100,000 goal. So for me, it's like a check-in right before the summer, a check-in right after the summer, because the summer is usually tough to trade. And I like to change the goals, you know, ever-changing. Or what what we were seeing from last year was that everybody fucking hit their goals by like end of January. But the thing is that like, you know, let's just say you forexed your account in January, you couldn't, there's no way to keep that consistency. It's just, it's just impossible. Like it's truly impossible. So, um, so that's the thing is that, but like, what do you, like, you have to go back to the drawing board, but it's not like you can just sit there and, you know, I made 400% this month, you know, like, what are you going to do? Just pull out a number out of thin air. So that's like, that's the tough part. So for the monetary goal, set a check-in like June 1st. Set another check-in for after the summer, maybe middle to end of September. And then obviously this week is the, is the last check-in to see, you know, what, what are the basic, basic results. And, uh, and that's the way that I like to do the monetary. Is there any way that you like to do it? Like the, the monetary goal? Or do you just kind of, do you just kind of say, fuck it? Yeah. Like I'm, I definitely like to reassess myself midway through yeah. and everything and, and, adjust it i mean i had to adjust it in the middle of this year but at the same time i wasn't gonna go crazy and and blow it out of proportion just because i knew how wild january and february and march were uh so it was like i did that three month check instead of like a six month just because i i saw the goals being hit or whatever and i was you know i wasn't gonna be like hey we hit number one business because of this event i didn't expect you know, something crazier than that happening that could have led us to number one overall, you know, stuff like yeah. that. And and you just like consistency. Hey, let's try and stay in the top 10, top five monetary. Like, Hey, let's try and just keep somewhat steady. Now my account is bigger. Now I can go f- maybe just redo my year goal. Maybe just try and make that a hundred thousand dollars that I had initially said now that we're three months in and I've already made three times that maybe I'll just try to make that my new goal for the the rest of the year the next nine months so yeah, yeah. just just trying to hit the goal again but in a different way I like that and uh you know like this year you know you had so many people that hit them fast and so many people lost them by holding and, and you want to save your ass next year but to save your balls, you're going to want to use code PGIR on manscaped.com to get the performance package 4.0 in the peak hygiene plan for only $119. And that's before the discount. So you do the math yourself and find it cheap as hell. This kit includes the lawnmower 4.0 with all new skin safe electric trimmer, the weed whacker, which is an ear and nose hair trimmer, the crop preserver, which is awesome. The anti-chafing ball deodorant. It trust me, just trust me. The crop reviver, which is kind of a ball spray toner. You'll love that. And now a new thing, the magic mat, disposable shaving mats. You don't want to get that hair everywhere. And guess what? It comes with two free gifts, a travel bag, $40 value. It's perfect for all your little supplies. And the Manscaped boxers, anti-chafing, of course, 
$20 value. And let me tell you, they are the most comfortable boxers. So make sure to go to manscaped.com and use code PGIR for 20% off and free shipping. Goals. Nice. Damn, okay. All right, nice. That was a good little that was a good little transition. So yeah, let's see. So I think for Sunday, for the three goals, I'm going to do one monetary. Uh, I'll probably do like a retirement goal, like one of the retirement accounts. Uh, you know, like retirement account goal. And then... Um, and then maybe I'll do like a like a little like emotional goal, like a little like a, like I want to uh, like I want shredded. to eat kale every day. Oh yeah, that would be. I mean, that would be I a lot of work. I may even grow. I may get like okay. My goals are six foot one, uh, <laughs> one eighty five all muscle. Uh, yeah, you know when you get money, the they NFL. tell you that that you truly can't buy anything. Like I always thought that like you could just buy anything. You know, yeah, no, nah, I'm about but to the things the that I want, you can't buy. If I can get five inches in a couple places. <laughs> Listen, if you if you find a few, let me know. <laughs> All right, man. I'll definitely. Uh, maybe I can. This will be like a buy one get one or some shit. <laughs> buy one get one co-host. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, set some goals. Be smart. Don't hold AMC after it goes to seventy-five. Uh, <laughs> not financial advice, of course. Love you guys. Bye. See you Sunday, baby. Yay. Penny's Going In Raw is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.